I am now delighted to be joined by a lady who has performed with leading Irish theatre companies and toured extensively, both nationally and internationally. She's also enjoyed extensive small and big screen success. Most recently, she's starring in Oscar-nominated Uncolleen Kuhn and her new show, A Difficult Decision, which is in the Seen and Heard Festival this Sunday. I am absolutely delighted to be joined by Joan Sheehy. Joan, hello and welcome to FM 104's Switched On. Thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here. We'll chat about your career in a minute, but uh, first of all, did, did you always want to be an actor growing up? I didn't really know, I think, uh, uh, you know, that you could be an actor for ages. And then and then I remember when I was in secondary school and people would be talking about careers and, and I was thinking, oh, I wonder, is it possible to be an actor? Um, you know, cause I, I, I was I was uh, from County Limerick, living in the country. You know, I didn't know anybody who had become an actor. But I, I think I think there was always um, a performer in me. Uh, my mother used to say that at Chris at um, Halloween, you know, when I would throw on something black and switch off the lights and go around trying to scare them as a witch. And she said, even though she knew it was me, she used to find me scary. So I, I that's that's the that's the first you know connection I can make with wanting to perform. That's that that's high praise in itself. No matter all the awards you could possibly win, <laughs> you, if you can fool your mother, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and at the area of Limerick you're from, is that a, a a Gale talked? No, no, no. Uh, no, I learned I learned my Irish at school. Um, and then actually when I started uh, working as an actor, um, I discovered like that there was work, uh, you know, if you if you had Irish and I had reasonable Irish, but my Irish improved an awful lot once I discovered like you could do. There was a, a TV series, kind of a learning Irish that you, a series on um, television at the time. And but like there'd be scenes in it so you could get work on that and there were radio plays and all of that so my Irish improved very quickly Would you describe yourself as, as a Gaelgore now? Oh yeah. yeah yeah I love Irish yeah and I'd be very committed to it now um, and I mean I'm, I'm delighted that I have you know that I have a, comf- a comfort in speaking it it's great Well I think Movies like on Colleen Kuhn and actually one of my favourite television shows growing up was on Passion Fashion, which was on TG Carr. We used to watch that all the time with the subtitles on, mind you. But I think movies like on Colleen Kuhn will only help. I was a little bit um, taken aback the fact that it was called The Quiet Girl, possibly in, in the nominations and stuff. Did, did that upset you or bother you in any way? No, no, I, no. I think I think they've had to do that. You know, I mean, they want it once they once it went outside of Ireland. You know, they had to, to get it to as wide an audience, and I'm, it was just probably, a, you know, a decision made by producers and distributors and all. I think that's okay. You know, if it, if more people come to see it, it's, and also, our language, you know, is unusual to people in other countries. So even if, like, if it was. If it was in French, you might be able to realize you'd recognize what the word was. But people would see on Colin Kuhn and they just wouldn't have a clue. So I think it's fine. I think it's fine. Absolutely. So you play a uh, nosy neighbor, not my words now, uh, Una in on Colleen Kuhn. What was it like playing her? I mean, it's it's just a great part. Uh, like it's always better playing nasty people. <laughs> Yeah. So much more enjoyable. And, you know, this woman doesn't have many redeeming features. Like she's nosy. She's um, uh, she's jealous. You know, she, I, she's so jealous of anyone who has anything more than her. Um, and like she gossip is her currency. 
and she doesn't care how she gets the gossip. So if she has to interrogate a child as she does, but like her delight then at being able to, you know, to impart a secret to the child, you know, about what's what went on in that family. Uh, a, a tragic secret. I, I think it's it's beautiful writing. And I, I remember people like that, you know, for whom children were a source. This is a way of getting information. You know, does your mother have this? You know, oh, yeah. How did your father, how did your father get on in the march? You know, all of this stuff that they saw children just, uh, they saw children as a means to get more news. You have the longest scene in the movie with the most dialogue with, uh, with Catherine Clinch, who plays the main character. What was it like work? What was it like working with her? She is absolutely superb in this film, and she's superb in every way. She's just lovely to to play off, and that that face, you know, that holds so much all in one all all in one go. She she she's quiet. She's studied, but she's and she's listening. I mean, her her power as a listener is is wonderful. She's just a gorgeous girl. And even going through the lines with her and all of that beforehand, you know, and she like we were going through the lines and then she just whispered to me very quietly at the end. She said, I think you forgot something at the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and I had. Um, so it, the thing is, like, it, because because also there's children in the film and. Uh, your shooting time is cut down then because there's only so many hours that a child is allowed to work. So uh, it's they're always under pressure, like to get scenes done. But we were so they had such a beautiful location chosen. We were very lucky with the weather, and we like we filmed that big long scene very quickly, very very quickly. But also, it's the kind of scene that you sort of attack it and you do it a couple of times and. And that's it. It's it's a it's almost about the build up of energy in it. And you were in the uh, Stella Cinema then in Dublin to watch the actual live nominations. What was that like? Days don't come much better than that now, um, because it was, you know, because because we made it during COVID, so we never had a party or anything to celebrate. You know, when you meet, you know, so many of the of the other cast members and crew and all of that. So that part alone, meeting everyone, was gorgeous. And then we sat down, you know, and it's fun for a while. Announce uh, best foreign, la- you know, nominations for the best foreign language film. You start to feel very queasy because you think this, they're going to call out five names, and all this excitement could be over. And it's not that it would, you know, it wouldn't take from the film being a wonderful film, but like it takes from the, it would take from the magic, the magic journey that this has all been. And you see, I didn't know that the films are announced in alphabetical order. So you see All Quiet on the Western Front and see, so then like, there's four, there's four gone and we've, there's only one slot left and will it be us? So yeah, the excitement was like, it was like a monster final. It was fantastic. And apparently uh, at the um, at the Oscar nominees lunch in L.A., at which our producer and our director mm. were at, um, at the lunch, they played uh, the scenes in the Stella with us all jumping around the place. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, That's that just... wonderful. March 12th is March the day. March 12th. Where yeah. will you watch the ceremony? I'm sure you'll be staying up well into the night to watch it. I'm going to be in LA. You're going to LA. I'm going to LA. Um, there, I mean, I won't be at the Oscar ceremony because mm, I mm. there'd be a limited amount of invitations to that. But there's there's a number of us who have been who were involved in the film, and that day in the Stella, we just were saying, well, 
why don't we go? Amazing. So, uh, so we're going like, so we're kind of like a little renegade group going. So, uh, I guess we'd probably be in a bar somewhere in LA watching it or, you know, in, uh, in, in, in somebody's hotel room or something like that. Um, but it'd be nice that, you know, we'll be with other members, that I'll be with other members of of the company who made the film. And it's so exciting. Oh, that's going to be brilliant. Make sure you have someone videoing you, win or lose. You need to have that reaction. <laughs> no, it's thrilling. No, I, I'm, yeah, really thrilling to be going over there. And, and you know, that, that there's just this feeling of like, well, when will this happen again, you know? So... Yeah, and then this will be the, this is the first Irish film nominated for an Irish language film. So you know, you we want to be there. And and hope finger. I think everybody in the country has got their fingers crossed for this wonderful, wonderful film. I Let's know. Talk a little bit before I let you go about a difficult decision. Uh, I'm not yeah. going to ask you a random question about a difficult decision. It's actually the name of the show that you're involved in on Sunday, Smockality Theatre, as part of the Seen and Heard Festival, six uh, forty-five. What can you tell me about it? Um, it's a play by a young writer called Oshin Flores Sweeney. And but it's a play about an older couple, a couple who are fond of each other, um, uh, seem to have a reasonably good life. And it's all centered around them watching the television. They're watching TV and then things that come on the TV bring up, bring up subjects that they chat about or they fight over the TV. Um, so it's a kind of a, a goggle box in a way. Mm, I was going to say like it's kind of it's based on the kind of goggle box idea that you're watching the television, but you're yapping and, and then you get surprised at something on the television. So it's it's very very funny. It's very very funny, and and kind of kind of becomes quite touching as well. I think in a in a in, not in a mawkish way, in a lovely way. So like the. They uh, they they discuss all sorts all sorts of things. You know, they talk about their children. They talk about sex. They talk about because at one point they start watching some of Fifty Shades of Grey, oh, and uh, so they <laughs> the conversation gets is, is hysterical. Then there's talk about diets and what diet the man should be on, and you know, uh, then they they watch a scary movie. So it's it's very lively. It's very. Uh, and I think the the premise, you know, the kind of goggle box premise is something that people will really enjoy, really enjoy. And I'm working with Seamus O'Rourke. Seamus O'Rourke is such a wonderful actor. Like it's um, so, so lucky. And then Jeff is a great director. Like we're ha- we are having a great time rehearsing it. And there's a section we come to and none of us, none of us can stop laughing. So I mean, I'm sure that will be gone now by Sunday night. But yeah, it's it's, it's a beautiful <laughs> piece. But like so unusual that this is written by a young man in his late 20s. Oh, and to have that insight, he, he must have been, he must have, uh, you know, spent time talking to. All, yes. All and I think yeah. he's close to he's close to his grandparents. Yeah. And I think he may have he spent some time with them during lockdown when sure all we could do was watch TV. So I think that's what inspired oh, us. Oh, brilliant. Well, I definitely think I'm, I'm going to try and catch this. Smockalley.com is the Smockalley website. Also, seenandheard.ie. The Seen and Heard Festival, yeah. which is a festival of like so many different types of theatre people. People just wanting to give a show its first outing and then see where it'll take them. So, you know, I think we're a bit of strangely, we're a bit of an outlier and that, you know, this is about older people. Uh, but that's OK. You know, uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. 
Six forty-five on Monday night, on Sunday night. Sunday night, you know, on Colleen Kuhn was an outlier, you know, a couple That's of months true. ago as well. So look, look where that went. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, Joan Sheehy, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to me on FM One Hundred Four Switched On. That was all. I really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you so much. Bye bye. <laughs>